This is an ABC podcast. Today on The Catch Up, we're going to hear from some amazing work on the seas from a very famous name. We've come so far and and I'd seen nearly 10,000 faces through this ship in awe of what Sea Shepherd have done and in awe of the ship. The work of a well-known rescue vessel is happening from right here in Newcastle. And what the hell is happening with the bees? We'll cover that shortly. There's a new resident in The Hunter, the MV Steve Irwin. You know the one. It's a ship. It's big, a mix of grey and blue camouflage, and now it calls Newcastle Harbour home. But it's had quite the journey. The ship actually was first built uh, for the Scottish fisheries in 1975 in Aberdeen. So it's been defending marine wildlife all its life, and it continued to, to do so without being an active ship at sea. It was bought by Sea Shepherd in 2006, and uh, embarked on 17 campaigns over that time until late 2018 when it was retired after the Southern Ocean campaign was successful to stop illegal Japanese whaling in the Australian Marine Sanctuary down in the Southern Ocean. It is known for doing some incredible work and that is the vessel's latest saviour because the Steve Irwin has been saved for the second time in its life by Kerry Goodall who, well, never saw her life working with ships taking quite this turn. Well, yeah, it's a fairly long story, but um, it was not my intention. Uh, Any sane person, I don't think it would be. Uh, I I offered to do a pop-up in the summer of 2019 um, with the hope that somebody else would step up and say, you know what, this ship has so much potential to continue uh, to educate for ocean conservation. Um, That didn't happen, I guess, global pandemics don't help that. And so so I did. I, I decided We'd come so far and, and I'd seen nearly 10,000 faces through this ship in awe of what Sea Shepherd have done and in awe of the ship. I, I know the power of its appeal to educate and inspire people to learn more about ocean conservation and in fact consumer choices. The ship actually was sold to a, a scrapyard in Hong Kong. Uh, they they couldn't get the ship there. It was, it was sort of left in Williamstown and I, I made inquiries and you know what they say, you've got to be careful what you wish for. <laughs> But I love the ship. I'm very proud of what we've done and what we'll do next. All right, passionate people, put your hand up if you, like Kerry, are also struggling constantly to say no. And part of her passion for this is because this ship is more than just a piece of living history. She wants to share that. But now, docked in Newcastle Harbour, this ship is also her home. It's all-consuming. You hear something at night and you're obligated to get up and check it out. Uh, When we came here... You know, the caster wheels on the gangplank didn't agree with with the wharf. So a couple of late nights changing caster wheels. It's wonderful. It's amazing. And it's, it's a privilege. Uh, but yes, yeah, it's, it's a lot of work. You just think of an old house and times it by a <laughs> hundred or more. Kerry's journey to bring this ship back to life is only just beginning. Before Newey, the ship was in Melbourne, was used for parties, gigs, pop-up kitchens. So what's going to happen to it now it's here? I was invited by the council to submit for a a major events grant and um, we'll see how we go with that and that might open the ship up to to the public um, to come and enjoy the ship and we've got a pretty exciting event planned uh, if that happens, so stay tuned. Finally, this week has been tense. 
The outbreak of the varroa mite, varroa destructor, has not just kept beekeepers on edge, but farmers and communities everywhere already recovering from an incredibly wet autumn. They're now on high stress, waiting on what is next. So at this point in your day, this is what we know. There are now nine eradication zones. They're across the Hunter, stretching from Bulladila through that port of Newcastle initial site, and now down into the central coast as well, with a site overnight popping up at Calga. For the experts, this is a really critical time in stopping the spread of this mite. We're not overly concerned about that at this point because it is a direct link um, to a, an operation from the Newcastle area that was also linked to Bulladila. Um, so in both cases, uh, we're, we're talking relatively low numbers of mites in, in those hives um, and the bees hadn't been present there for too long to make us overly concerned, so we think it is manageable. That is Chris Anderson from the New South Wales Department of Primary Industries. They're the government body charged with checking hives, destroying those with the dangerous varroa mite. But this weekend's forecast could make things tricky. The rain that we're facing now, obviously, is, is going to hamper operations for the next week um, because it will impact on our overall strategy. Um, so we are adjusting our strategy to suit the weather conditions so that we can continue to conduct operations within those red zone areas. Hundreds of hives have now been destroyed throughout our local region. So many beekeepers are on high alert. Lots of you are asking, what do we do? How do we help? Kindness, initially, there are a lot of people who have lost everything, who have put their heart and souls into looking after these bees from their backyards to something a little bit more commercial. So be kind, reach out, offer support. If you can, if you're outside of these areas and you can support local honey, please do that. Buying local is always the perfect way to support our communities, our beekeepers, and also our agricultural sector that relies so heavily on these beautiful creatures. We are nine days into this outbreak. For the very first time, the varroa mite found here and started at the port of Newcastle. So we are on it. I promise. That much I can promise you. We are on it here on the ABC Newcastle Hunter Catch-Up. And that's the podcast for the week. If you're listening to this now and have the time, search for the ABC Newcastle newsletter and subscribe. It's another great way to stay up to date with everything we do here at the ABC. We'll be back again next week for another dose of the Newcastle Hunter Catch-Up.